0: hi lovelies happy monday so today we're going to be talking about that bitchy self-critical voice in all our heads constantly hammering away at us about all the things we're doing wrong but before we get into that i do want to let you know that today there's going to be a very special announcement At the end of the episode that you will want to listen out for because it's time sensitive and if you are someone that struggles with having too much to do not enough time and never-ending to-do list then this is going to be particularly helpful for you. So back to today what I'm talking to you about today is a phenomenon that I've witnessed my whole life and coached hundreds of clients through, and it's proven to fail time and time again, and yet we continue to do it because our brain is more attached to continuing the habit than it is to creating the results we want in our lives, right? This is a prime example of that exact mechanism which you've heard me speak about previously on the podcast, and what the topic is really today is negative motivation so simply put we can't hate ourselves into creating the results that we want in our lives. Negative self-talk is not motivating. It creates inaction, stagnation, time-wasting, dream-crushing, frustration, like all of these things 100% of the time. And you will know if you are doing this because you will be constantly working on the same goal and you will have good weeks, bad weeks, good days, bad days, complete, complete inconsistency, sprinkled with a bad mood. (laughs) Those are the telltale signs. And I want you to think back to a time when you felt really encouraged by someone, like maybe in school, maybe a family member, maybe a partner or a friend. Like, how did you show up for that person? So if we use the school example, how did you show up for that subject, for your work? How did you behave in class with that teacher? Chances are you showed up respectful, listened to her instructions, didn't talk over her and got your work done. Now let's flip it. Think about someone that you felt unsupported by, put down by. Again, think back to your younger days in school or even more recent times and notice how you show up differently to that relationship, to that person and to any requests that that person may make. Far less likely to sit quietly in class, even if asked directly to. Far less likely to do the work, far less likely to respect anything that person tells you so do take the time to get specific here with the examples right we are teaching your brain and like something new and we want it to be hyper aware and the quickest way for it to learn is from your own examples seeing specific evidence in yourself throughout your life so if you do want to pause this podcast for a minute and think about those specific examples then i really encourage you to now, the problem is somewhere along the way, we forget this. And I know this because of the countless times I've spoken with people on consult, on consult calls, right? That talk themselves down while trying to create change, thinking that being mean to themselves is a motivator. So building a habit around it. Now, what actually happens is we start to believe the mean things, right? So this not only has us not taking action towards what we want, It can also have us withdrawing from other areas in our lives it can have us spinning in negative self-talk as a habit and it slowly chips away at our confidence and our relationship with ourselves so there are two reasons why talking down to ourselves does not create the impact that we want firstly when we don't like ourselves we don't make the best decisions for ourselves it's not that surprising talking down to ourselves belittling ourselves not the space we want to be making choices from a place where we are really likely to make bad decisions for ourselves think about how you show up and make decisions for someone you love versus someone you dislike it's going to be pretty different right the more you dislike yourself. The worst choices you will be making for yourself on a regular basis. And this shows up in, let's say, deciding to crash diet, for example. We can't hate ourselves thin because the hate creates disrespect and a strong desire to change immediately over any care about health and success in the long term. We can't diet ourselves out of hating our body. The habits will follow you right if you speak to anyone that like hated their body and then lost lots of weight they can just become more critical of different things about the way they look and it's the same in planning your diary for the week right like opting to work into evenings and weekends and not spend time doing things that you love Deciding to force 20 things into a single day because we attach our worth to completing all the things, getting everything done. And balance isn't important if we don't like ourselves. We don't care about our quality of life if we don't like ourselves. And these kind of decisions are completely unsustainable and ultimately unsuccessful. We're not going to create the results that we want from these kind of decisions. So that's the first thing. And the second thing, when we feel disliked and disrespected, even by ourselves, then in the moment when it comes to follow through on the decisions we've made, the mean decisions, then we are going to rebel. So the decision maker has made it difficult to begin with. And then we rebel against those decisions. We don't stick to the meal plan or the calendar. We procrastinate. We spend time online. We are not committed to showing up. Literally think about it like your inner teenager has come out to play. And again, think back to how you showed up to people that you think supported and encouraged you compared to people that you think didn't like you, didn't support you, didn't want what was best for you. You were gonna show up to those relationships very different. Ultimately, disliking ourselves, talking down to ourselves doesn't create success, which then fuels the story Or feeds the story both i guess feeds the story that we have about maybe not being good enough and continues to spin us in disliking ourselves which keeps the whole pattern on repeat over and over and over again and not only do we do we do the things or not do the things that we want in the moment and move forward towards our goals and our lives and our, the better relationships that we want with ourselves we also hammer away our self-confidence self-trust and self-accountability so we are less likely to do the things that we said we would in all the areas we're more likely to make poor choices for ourselves in other areas And so it continues, going further down the rabbit hole each time, meaning we have further to come back up. And we wind up feeling like exhausted without actually getting anything done. Now I've had people disagree with me on this and tell me that this actually works for them and so I want to address that here. People have told me that they do get things done when they beat themselves up about it. But when we break down how they are doing it, it's always like overworking into their free time to compensate for procrastinating the hours they set. Meaning they miss out on the things that they wanna do and miss out on actual rest and have poor sleep and make bad food choices late into the evening and continue to swirl around in thoughts about that ex even though they're with someone else all feeding the problem and the story that we're not good enough. So, okay, you get something done, but at what price? And think about it like this, if negative talk really got results, why would we talk kindly to people we love, right? Imagine your best friend told you they were going to go on a date that night. You wouldn't turn around and say, well, there's no point because you're not lovable. So why talk to yourself that way? Now, if you've been with me for a while, you will know that our brain is motivated to talk down to us, of course, because then we do play small, avoiding exposure, potential rejection or failure, all the while conserving energy and avoiding change. And all of this is literally how our brain is primed and wired for our survival in the wild. And now all of these mechanisms literally harm us. So our brains are motivated to talk down to us. They want us to not go on the date. They want us to not apply for the new job or launch the new business. They want us to not change anything. Let's keep doing what we've always done, and we'll be safe. So part of our brain is just doing its job really fucking well. And we're just believing it. But we don't have to believe it, because our brain is not telling us the facts. It's always giving us an opinion, a story. So there are three really simple steps out of the negative self-talk into where you want to be going, the place where you want to be making decisions from and actually getting you the results that you want. So these are to first, stop believing our brain. Second, challenge the story that it's giving you and feeding you and change it. And then thirdly, make it a conscious, proactive practice to be kind to yourself. Like this is the kind of habit we wanna be feeding. And when you improve the relationship with yourself from these three steps, you will start to A, make better decisions, decisions out of kindness, decisions that are sustainable. And B, stop rebelling and start following through on those decisions. The more you do these two things, the quicker you will achieve what you want to achieve in life. It really is that simple. So have a think about one goal. One thing that you are working towards now. Something you've been working towards for a while perhaps. And notice, have you been talking to yourself about it? about your ability to achieve it, about what it means about you that you don't have it yet. And you can literally put pen to paper here, my favorite thing to do, and answer those questions. You know, I recommend that you do actually put pen to paper and answer those questions if you want to make the most and take the most from this podcast. So those questions would be, Firstly, why do I think I haven't achieved it? And do I think I can achieve it? Why or why not? Secondly, what am I making it mean that I haven't achieved it? And lastly, like, do I think I deserve it? And why or why not? Now, once you've answered those questions, go back and read what you've written and notice what you've written is story, not fact, and go through and challenge what you've written. For example, if you've written that you are bad at making decisions, notice that you have experience making decisions. You've decided to listen to this podcast. You probably decided to get dressed, brush your teeth, wash your face, what you would eat, when you would eat, when you would stop eating. We are constantly making decisions. So whatever your story is, challenge it, and then change it. Decide you are good at making decisions and find evidence for it. Decide you are lovable and find evidence for it. Decide you are capable and find evidence for it. Whatever it may be, right? Spend time here. Don't rush over this part. This is the part This is like part one and this is where we create the change in our relationship with ourselves. And that change is what allows us to make better decisions and stop rebelling against the decisions that we have made. So your goals are on the other side, literally of this process, waiting for you. And of course, if you wanna talk to me about your goals, about what you wanna create, or even figuring out what it is you wanna create, then you can get in my diary for a coaching consult call. It's just your opportunity to talk with me one-on-one and spend time together in your brain, where I promise you there is nothing I haven't seen before. And I give you those solutions on the call. I know some of you are committed to doing this yourself and don't want to need anyone else so let me tell you that you do not need me and the point of the call is not for you to need me it's for you to take a step forward creating what you want and this call in itself is insanely valuable for you to do that so you can go to vickilouisecom forward slash consult and before you go for my to-do list fans i have a special announcement I had so much fun with all of you that attended the fuck anxiety and get shit done masterclass that I've decided to create another masterclass for you it's called to-do list zero and I will be sharing with you the exact process that I teach my paying clients to go from never-ending to-do lists to complete control over it and literally to to-do list zero not only how to get there but how to stay there the complete step-by-step process everything you need to know to get off the webinar, apply it and see change immediately. This is going to blow your mind. Click the link in the show notes to register and I will see you there. Take care, bye lovelies. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com/guide that forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouisecom forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.